0: Well hello and welcome to the Book of Leaves podcast. My name is Cara and I am your host. there, it is Cara here and I am very, very happy to be coming to you from my back garden. Spring has finally sprung and that means the podcast is also back for season four. What? Thank you so much for tuning in and for staying with me during that break, that much needed break that I've had every year since starting the podcast where I finish up around January and then come back usually in April but I want to come back a little bit earlier this year so that I can take a summer break and actually release podcasts then through January, February, March next year because I found myself lacking things to listen to. All of my favourites had kind of gone on a break podcast-wise and I was like, oh, there's nothing really to listen to. And from an environmental perspective, spring is a very, very busy time in regards to like figuratively and literally sowing seeds to get things ready so I just think that there's um, more opportunities and more kind of things to to share um, that are time sensitive in springtime so that's why I'm coming back a little bit earlier like a month earlier than I usually would but I hope you guys are doing as well as can be of course the last time I talked to you yet again the world has changed an awful lot and I basically just want to use this little pre-crap Pre crap. <laughs> well, I'll leave that up to you. But this little pre cap episode, and um, before we start uh, next week sharing interviews, I just want to share a little bit about what I've been up to. Some very exciting news updates for you, a few thank yous, and some tips. I guess um, I've been struggling a little bit with mental health recently, as I'm sure a lot of people have, and just kind of lacking the energy that I really crave to do what i want to do and what i feel needs to be done in regards to i mean my own life but also climate change so the first thing i want to talk about obviously is what's going on in ukraine so there is um a war happening and it's it's uh, horrific and like it's really frustrating to see that yet again climate change is kind of not being talked about in the news anymore or just in conversations and you know there's very the the fundraisers are rightly so being held for Ukraine and that's you know that's really good but I can empathize that there's a lot of frustration out there among the climate and movement that there isn't. (laughs) It's like everyone we've got this like bigger darker cloud looming over us and um, Mary Robinson was talking about it on the late late show recently so yeah that is a frustration that i have not that we should be talking one over the other but we should talking we should be talking about both and we should be mitigating and you know raising awareness about both and we should actually be taking action about both so what i've been doing to kind of like deal with that basically like it's really scary what's going on and a friend of mine told me when, you know, when Chernobyl went on fire, she had a full-blown panic attack, which I can totally understand because you we don't know what's going to happen and we don't know how it's going to affect us. What I've been doing is just completely relinquishing control. If it's something that I cannot control, I am just like, well, I'm not going to take that on. I'm going to keep doing what I do. I'm going to try recharge myself and I'm going to try put my energy into my local area my local community this podcast community and try help directly in what I can do and what I can do what I'm good at and what I have the ability to do and um, I will share resources about Ukraine I will donate what I can when I can I'm not in the position to house somebody but I will absolutely um support in as many ways as I can the situation um so that's how I've been kind of dealing with that and and I literally have the the mindset of if tomorrow, you know, that a big huge nuclear bomb could go off and everyone could die. And I'm like, well, there is literally nothing I can do about that. So in the meantime, I'm just gonna keep doing what I enjoy that helps the environment and helps me. Oh hello bee. Um <laughs> there's a little bee. <laughs> Are you a wasp? Oh no, he's a wasp. He wants to be in the podcast. He has things to say. Listen to me, goddammit, I have news to say. You think Maybe he thinks I'm a flare because I'm wearing a big yellow jumper, which is very understandable. And yeah, of course, I'm in my back garden just because we actually have sunshine, um, which I just don't want to waste. And maybe the sounds of my little Dublin 12 oasis garden that I'm renting will bring you a little bit of joy as you hear all the life in the background that just exists from me leaving the edges of the garden alone there's beautiful trees and bushes here and yeah I just I'm very lucky to have this little spot of green hello seagull so yeah I hope you enjoy listening to my local residents and neighbours but yes um, regarding Ukraine that is basically if if we could all die tomorrow. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. The whole, there could be a freaking new meteor that wipes us all out. And I'm like, these things, I just have no control over. So I am just going up, okay, I'll do what I can do. And if that means, you know, being the being the violinist on the Titanic who's like playing as we go down, I will do that. That's how I've been kind of dealing with it recently. And of course, there have been times when I have felt grief and it's the strangest things it will be the smallest stories like the other day I saw a photograph of a cow at an expo with her head and neck chained and and a woman pretending to or maybe she was actually being scared to pet her and that just broke that broke my heart I was like this is not doesn't make any sense because Animals should be scared of us, not the other way around. And that I actually cried over. I really sobbed over that. And it's, I find that it'll be tiny little things that will, that will kind of like hit me. And then I'll cry and I'll talk about it either on social media or with someone or I'll write something about it. I'll write about it. And then I, it kind of passes. So that doesn't, I don't think, um, you or anyone should feel guilty if, you know, they're not upset about crisis, be it, you know, what's happening in Yemen or Ukraine or, you know, anywhere. I think we are all coping and we all deal with grief in various ways. And I just really find, I'm looking for things to really fuel me and fuel my batteries and my joy. And one of those things is the sounds of birds. I literally... Oh, geez. I hope you guys can hear those. Um, there are so many garden birds that use my that use this garden, and yeah, the sounds of nature and being in nature is something that really helps. And then of course, you got the helicopter, but yeah. So that's one little thing that I just wanted to say about you know what's going on in Ukraine and how I've been dealing with it. Okay, sorry, I had to pause while that helicopter um passed by. But yeah, there's been so many things that I have been doing over the last couple of months. I just want to share with you and maybe some of these things will help you. And of course, um, some of the things that have been happening regarding climate change... just don't seem to be in the media, which is really frustrating, are things like the floods in Australia. There was huge floods in Australia where bridges literally disappeared. And that was happening while um, the war in Ukraine kind of started. So obviously, you know, you can see why I guess that wasn't in the news that much in Europe. But there's also been really stark temperature increases in Antarctica, I think increased by fifty degrees and, and the Arctic by forty degrees above what they normally are, which is huge. And then of course there have been changes to the Gulf Stream. And the Gulf Stream is is something that we that keeps Ireland a temperate climate we are if if we didn't have the Gulf Stream kind of keeping the waters around us warm, we would be a ve- we would have a very, very different climate here. Um a lot co- harsher, colder winters for one thing. And yeah, so so these kind of things they're just not being talked about. So they can be really overwhelming when you feel like you are the only person in your circle listening to this and you're like, How come nobody knows? And it's yeah, it can get quite frustrating. So I kind of envision myself as this kind of information vessel, as one way of dealing with these kind of scary stories. And I take this on and I'm not taking it personally. It's like, it's scary, but this is a tool for me to pass on to somebody else. So the next time I start talking to somebody about climate change or they bring it up, um, I will mention these recent examples, and I will pass this information on to them if they're open to it, if they're ready for it. Um, Well, not that you can really ever be ready for it, but I will pass this information on to them to teach other people. I will also use it as a way to spur me on, you know. We wouldn't be as actively trying to make the world a better place if the place didn't have things wrong with it. So... This is like, oh, another reason for me to do what I'm doing. So I take it to charge me in my activism. And then I also have recently started writing again. I used to write um, a lot of poetry and some short stories when I was a teenager And that stopped when I just didn't have the luxury of time. Recently, I have been kind of out of work. I used to have two jobs when, you know, pre-COVID and one of them hasn't started back yet. So I was, yeah, I just, I've had no jobs. I work um, self-employed a lot of the time as well. And I started writing again and it's been really lovely. So I have been using that to process my and it could be journaling for you either, but I've been using it to kind of process my thoughts and my feelings about something big and scary. Um, and I've also been writing about things that I have found amazing that I've learned about recently. And if I put it into a little poem or a piece that I can maybe perform or share with other people, then they will learn what I learned as well so for example listening to In Your Nature Birdwatch Ireland's podcast which I would really recommend by the way especially this time of year they've got loads of like spring tips and everything and for garden birds and just loads of information but I learned about swifts um this bird I just I didn't know what they were I don't know a lot like I love nature but I just don't know a lot about it and swifts live life on the wing which basically means that they live life flying. Most of the time they mate, feed, sleep while flying. They'll leave their nest and, you know, not return for like nine months is completely normal to them. That blew my mind. And when I say not return, I mean their feet won't touch ground. They'll migrate to Africa and then they'll come back. And I was like this. There were so many things about them that I found amazing. So I started writing a poem about them and that just got me really excited. So I've been doing that with the heavy kind of dark stories as well. That's how I've been processing everything and I really do find joy and like picture everything as little batteries little little energy pods that I've been using so anything small that I do that is helping the environment I really focus on how good it makes me feel as in you know my plastic free Um, shampoo and conditioner bars every time I go to the shower and I see that all of my shampoo stuff takes up a tiny little space on the windowsill it's all plastic free and I just I love that I love my little compost buckets that I've been making you might have seen on my Instagram that I've been making compost with and some food waste and that has been really enjoyable there's an app I started using recently called Olio O-L-I-O a lot of you have probably heard of this already, but basically it's an app that you can you can share, give away um, or collect free food or non-food items. So a lot of people rescue food that is going to waste from supermarkets or if you're moving house or going on holidays and have food items in the back of your press, people put it up and there's loads of users on it, loads of non-food items as well. Um, yesterday I collected those small flat circular batteries because they died on my bike light. So I needed those. And I just have been putting off buying them for so long and really boldly cycling with no backlight and uh, just using my vis instead. And someone put those up. So I went and collected them. And that saves me buying new ones. I have given away toiletries that I opened and just didn't work with me. I, I just didn't agree with my skin. I have in work, I work in a theater and we host corporate events. I have given away um food. We've put up photographs of food at the end of the event that would always go in the bin, always just be dumped most of the time in compost, but sometimes even just in the black bin, which is heartbreaking. And then someone came, legend called Linda, and took all of this food because she was having people over at her house the next day and used the rest of it to feed her hens and I was like this is amazing and it really just made me feel better and I was like this is cool so these are the things that I'm focusing on because this is what I can do and I've also tried to get a little bit more involved with community events or just engaging more in workshops and groups which before well I don't know first of all I mean It's been a very long time since we've been able to do that, obviously, with lockdowns and whatnot. Um, And secondly, before lockdown, I just, I'm quite an introverted person, actually. I can be really extroverted, but if I'm not working or if I have no reason to leave the house, I won't leave the house. I will go to my garden and I'll go do shopping and bits, but I don't, I just, I don't. I don't know what it is I just don't really leave the house I'm trying to make a little bit of an extra effort to go to community events and I have with them Climate Love Ireland which is an amazing group I had Lara McCann on from from there earlier last season and I went to a community hike um, forest bathing event that was hosted by Cat Um, Williams is that her second name it was amazing she does forest bathing Wicklow and it was so cool and I got to meet more people more like-minded people I got to be out in nature I got a bit more confidence as to I have this weird thing about hiking that if I don't know the route you know like I need to like go with people so I know the route I mean it's so silly but I'm just telling you what goes on in my brain so I went and I did that and I met some people which is really enjoyable and actually after I record this I'll be going to a clothes mending workshop that's hosted by Lara and and Alex from Understory, who was also on the podcast, and I feel a little bit more confident about doing that, even though I don't know anyone else going, just because I know because we're doing an activity, we can all get chatting together. I also hope that this year I will get involved with my local um, cleanup groups. I know there's one in Drimnit and there's one in Crumlin, so I'm hoping to get involved there. Because, yeah, just doing those things with like-minded people, I think, is really important. I love the friends that I have are amazing, but we just, we don't really do those activities together. So I'm, yeah, trying to get out of the house <laughs> on my days off or my evenings or mornings off when, yeah, my work schedule is all over the place. And just meet more people and do more community events because then you know when you're feeling really down about what's going on in the world you go to these things and you see that a lot of people also agree with you now of course that brings the danger of being in a bubble but I really I take what I learn home and I'm trying to encourage like friends and that to come with me and I want to like start hiking with my friends and start um you know teach my friends how to mend their clothes and whatnot so it all ripples out as we've talked about before on this podcast um so yeah those are the kind of things that I have been doing I've also been reading um loads I have really tried to because I used to read so much as a as a child and as a teenager but obviously, I think social media has changed that big time for a lot of people. But definitely for me, it's the first thing I check when I wake up in the morning. It's the last thing I'm looking at before I go to sleep. I only recently got one of those screen kind of timer apps for your phone that just tells you how much time you're spending on your phone. And like, geez Louise, if you spend two hours a day on your phone for like for the year, that's the whole month of January gone the whole month of January so that kind of blew my mind and I have been really if I notice myself scrolling kind of mindlessly I will go off and I will read instead um and I've, doing that, some of the books I've read, I read one about forest bathing and then all of a sudden I was like, I really want to be a forest bathing guide and if I had the money to do a course, I would definitely do that. That's something that I might do in future. That was amazing. I read a book called Life in Ireland by Connor O'Brien, which was actually recommended to me by McKinley, who who is from PAX, who was also on this podcast before, PAX Eco Whole Food Store in Mayo and yeah she recommended that to me when I did a call out for books before and I got it and it was there on my on my shelf for ages finally read it that's been so interesting and just teaching me about all of the plant life um, and animal life that has been on this rock that we now call Ireland since pretty much the dawn of life which is which has been so cool um So I've been kind of learning a lot. I've also been reading some fiction. Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Houston has got to be one of the most beautiful books I have ever read. And there is a passage very early on about describing bees pollinating. And it was just, I read it and I read it again and again because it was just so beautiful. So I've been doing little things like that now as the podcast is coming back and thankfully I've got some work coming up Um. I don't I don't have as much time to read but I'm really going to try my best to set set time aside and when I'm going to bed that's my reading time for sure as well and travelling and whatnot. I've also of course been listening to podcasts like the Sustainable Sleepover Club has been a really lovely one to listen to. Um, Amy O'Brien who hosts that with some of her friends is actually going to be on this podcast very soon. She'll be one of the first few episodes released and yeah, In Your Nature as I mentioned the Birdwatch Ireland one. I've been listening to Blind Boy's podcast as usual and Mancon Magan's podcast I have only recently started listening to Um, so these are just some things that I have been enjoying, but I've also been giving myself a break. I realised I had this habit of having to multitask all of the time. If I was travelling somewhere, washing, cooking, doing things around the house. If I had to call somebody to catch up with them, have to, did you hear the words I'm using? If I wanted to call somebody to catch up with them, I would do that and put my headset in while doing washing and everything instead of just being there and chatting to them. So I have mindfully, willingly started to stop listening to things all of the time and just give my brain a break. And I think that's one of the reasons why I I kind of burnt out last year was because I was doing that I was just taking in information all of the time and just not giving my, myself time to rest I never meditated I would stretch occasionally but even then I would do that when I was listening to something so yeah that's something as a podcast host I would recommend you to occasionally turn off the podcast turn off the radio I would always have the radio on in the background there was something about silence that I just it's like that thoughts would start or something but if you just sit with your thoughts it's actually not as bad for me anyway can't speak for everyone so that's something else that I think has been helping to fuel me I also saw a meme that lives in my head rent free of uh, you know humans being so upset and I'm really angry and I'm really frustrated and I'm hungry and all of these emotions are going through me and then the sun comes out and all of a sudden I'm happy and it's made me realize I'm nothing but a big leaf (laughs) and I literally I can empathize with that so much and that's me that's me so maybe that's you too the sun comes out and makes you feel better Although I know there's some people that's actually the opposite. They are happier in winter. So you never know. But um, yeah, so those are some of the things that have been helping. And I think now is the time to kind of move on to sharing some very exciting events. Events? I hear you ask. I am going to be doing my first live Book of Leaves event and I'm going to be doing a panel talk with Mankon Magan himself and Saoirse Exton, who was also on this podcast before, as part of the Future Limerick Climate Arts Festival. So if you remember last season, I chatted to two... Um, creatives an actor um, called Eva Clare O'Connor and a writer-director called Hildegard Ryan and the two of them applied for funding for a climate festival based in Limerick and they got it they got it so as part of that festival they have asked me if I would be um, a host for a panel talk a panel discussion on the next generation regarding sustainability and climate change and climate action and where we're at basically um, with Mancon and with Susha. and I said absolutely so that is going to be in the Bell Table Theatre in Limerick on the 18th of May right after actually Eva will be performing in her play Afloat which we were talking about in their interview that's set in it's like a dark comedy set in an apocalyptic Dublin in the future Um, so yeah I would really recommend coming down to that please please and if you know anyone in Limerick please uh, send it to them share it around and I would love to see some faces there, I'm very nervous about it um, because you know the, the joy of having a podcast that I record and edit my Self is I can control all of the things coming out of my mouth but in live who knows what's going to happen so yeah that's something I'm really excited about I really hope some of you can make it the 18th of May I'm going to be actually doing a gig a live gig I'm not going to be recording it either um i just yeah considering i've had Searsha on the podcast before and i just don't have like a team or know anything about even doing that that i won't be recording it so if you're not there you're going to miss it so if you can come down to Limerick or come across or come up wherever you are or just if you're in Limerick, sure you have no excuse? It'd be lovely to see you there. Um, Yes, that's something I'm so excited about. So excited about. Really nervous though. Also shooting it. But um, yeah, that's something that, yeah, I'm just really excited. So that's my first Book of Leaves event. And I'm also... Going to be involved with a festival called Cultivate, which is going to happen the weekend of the 25th and the 26th of June, and that is down in Clock Jordan Eco Village. I don't know exactly in what capacity there's a, we're in the talks, we're in talks at the moment, but that is a festival I could not recommend going to more. It is, it's got, you know, climate, sustainability, community at the heart of it. It's a really small scale, a thousand people I think is their capacity. So that's something that I'm kind of, I'm working with them at the moment and even before I got in touch with them they got in touch with me and we started talking a couple of my um people I know through Extinction Rebellion are actually working on it I I was planning on going anyway so yeah that will that will be really really exciting I cannot wait for that um and lastly guys I really want to thank I want to take this time before I let you go to thank the people who have supported this podcast and so many people have shared it and messaged me and I really really appreciate that thank you guys so much but of course running a podcast um takes time takes resources takes money and there's some people that I want to thank who have supported the podcast financially and those people are first of all I'll thank my patrons who have been continuously supporting me and you guys I would not be able to do this without you it just really eases some of the pressure when it comes to the little subscription costs. Oh, someone's having a little row behind me. Um, Easing the subscription costs. Um, I've recently started using Zencaster, which costs $20 $20 a month and then you know the video editing and the picture editing for social media and I guess my time so it is really nice to have that support and I want to thank Tina, Porrick, Tracy, Corey, Rachel, Michelle, Aidan, Philip, Katie and Letty. Thank you guys so much for your support. And then also people who have contributed once or twice off. I'm looking at you, Donal, um, on my buymeacoffee.com account. That has been really, really useful as well. And that is Donal, Roisin, Lena, Olivia, Kat, Sophie, Lynn, Ken, Adele and Ruth. Thank you guys so much. I have actually taken all of those funds, matched them with my own that I've earned for the last two no three years this is my third birthday now we're coming into with book of leaves and i matched all those funds and hired jr who builds eco-friendly websites to build me a new shiny eco-friendly website so that's what i've done actually with all of your funds never mind paying me you're paying the actual running costs of the podcast i was like this website could be a lot better environmentally but also to look at and also have more going on with it and thank you so much to Jor. Definitely recommend checking her out. She knows her stuff and is really good at it and does it so fast as well. So yeah, thank you Jor for doing that and don't forget to check out the website. There is some recommendations there like a little blog of like books and podcasts that I would recommend to. Um, I'm also going to add like a kind of services page because I've done talks, I've facilitated um discussions and that before just never live in front of audiences and whatnot so yeah that's something that you can check out and also that's where all the show notes will be and yeah I just I'm really happy to have a nice new shiny website and thank you for all the supporters for helping me get that bit done without um as much of a financial hit as it could have been so that is it all I think I want to say of course if you guys have suggestions and requests for people or for topics that you would like me to interview please do get in touch you can email me cara c-e-a-r-a at um or message me on twitter facebook or instagram and I will happily take your suggestions on board some people have gotten in touch and said I'd like this topic I thought wow I actually didn't think about that and I can't believe I haven't done it yet so we've got some really really lovely suggestions out of that and I would love to hear your suggestions so if you have any suggestions please do send them my way And I will do my best to interview those people. Even if it's you yourself, that's totally fine. People have gotten in touch with me to come on the podcast before and it works. So yeah, please do that. Please, um, if you haven't already, do leave a review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I see you guys. I know you are out there. If you could take a minute to just leave a couple of stars and a little review, that would be amazing. It really helps in kind of showing the podcast other people, share it with a friend if you like what you hear, um, especially as we're coming into a new season. And of course, you can keep up to date with me on social media, Instagram, Book of Lee's podcast, Twitter and Facebook, as I mentioned. And also, don't forget to listen to the Climate Alarm Clock podcast. That is something that has got such a lovely mixture of climate news, climate stories, and it's not all negative, overwhelming. There's going to be in their upcoming season, there's going to be um, collaborations with Birdwatch Ireland again. Birds are just... I just love birds so that's something I'm really looking forward to of course there's a book of leaves collaboration on that as well but yeah I'm just really excited to hear what else goes on in the podcast I learned so much from their news from their um from their interviews and everything about renewable energy and of course that's something that is uh really important to us nowadays because of the energy price increases and whatnot so yeah the climate alarm club podcast don't forget to check that out as well And as for what is upcoming for you in season four, we have Amy O'Brien from the Sustainable Sleepover Club. We're going to have an episode about hemp farming in Ireland with Freya Bartels. And of course, we're going to have some nature based podcast. I have um, Una from the All-Ireland Pollinator Plan due to be interviewed. I'm hopefully going to get someone about community gardening and I also have an amazing secondary school teacher called Patrick Kirwan who set up the Irish School Sustainability Network and who is just an absolute, I I could not believe the stories he was telling me. I'm so excited for you to hear those. So I will be releasing podcasts every second Monday from next monday and i hope you guys will tune in listen with me learn with me and just collect loads of leaves to add to your book so that's what i've been up to that's what's coming up and yeah i hope you guys stay safe and well and until next time i'm gonna sign off now from my back garden and all the bees and the birds And wish you guys a lovely day talk to you soon bye